We're sisters, best friends, and authors on a mission to help you stoke your creative fire and live the life of your dreams. We believe that purpose fuels passion and that creativity is your secret weapon for mass construction. There's never been a better time to bless the world with your dream realized. You're listening to The Kate and Abby Show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Kate and Abby Show. Today, we are talking about Preptober. It is October, and if you are participating in NaNoWriMo this year or getting ready to work on any sort of writing project in the month of November, you know that this is a big month. This is the month that you have to prepare, to plan, make notes, get all of your brainstorming done so that when November rolls around, you can just sit down and write and let all of the ideas and um, thoughts and stories just flow out of you naturally and without even trying. So that's the whole point of NaNoWriMo, uh, Preptober rather, the Preptober part of NaNoWriMo, um, is to make it so that when you go to write in November, it's just like effortless and yeah. easy and fun. Everything's so. in place, all yes. set to go. Exactly, and so everyone's writing process looks different. Everyone's planning process looks different. Um, and like Kate and I have very different processes when we write a book. So we're going to look at it from different perspectives today and give you guys some tangible steps that you can take to prepare to write your best novel yet in November. So I'm gonna be sharing what I do pre to prepare to write a novel um, from the first glimmer of the idea to a finished outline. And Kate is also gonna share some about her writing process and we're gonna kind of compare our different processes and see what we can take away from all of the this whole discussion. So super excited to get into this episode with you guys. Before we get started though, we have to thank our sponsors who are you guys. You are the ones who support this show, keep it going, keep it free of interruptions. We so appreciate your support. So if you get value out of this podcast, go to patreon.com slash the Kate and Abby show and help us keep it alive and free of interruptions. Okay, let's dive into this topic, Preptober, starting with the very beginning, which is the idea when you mm. first get a story idea. And for me, with my process, like the idea is, they, it usually comes to me in the form of like a premise, a couple of characters facing a certain conflict, and it can just be like something very simple, you yeah. know, that just like sparks into a bigger idea. A lot of times it's like those simple, heartfelt ideas that make you like, ooh, I wanna explore that. I wanna like dig deeper into that and write a story about that. And I know for your process, that sometimes is like all you need to just take off, which I find so interesting. So like when you first get an idea and you have like this, this desire to create something from the idea, I know it's more of like an exploratory process for you, yeah. but taking that idea and turning it into something, I think like no matter if you're outlining or if you're just plunging right into the first draft, um, it's still a process of like building off your ideas and building your characters and exploring them more. Yeah, right, for sure. Like exploring their conflicts, yeah. what makes them who they are. Yeah. And that's really what com conflict, internal conflict is, is yeah. what makes your character who they are. Right. What are they facing? How has it shaped them? How have they reacted to these different things over time? How has it changed them as a person? Mm. And really looking at them as people 
instead of flat yeah. two-dimensional characters on a page. Right. Really coming to know them as people. And yeah, for me, the idea is really the whole process because then I just start writing. I don't do anything else. Um, and so some of you might be able to relate to that. Some of you might be able to relate to a completely different process. And the thing that we've talked about is that there's no right or wrong. Mm. And we were just talking about this over yeah. lunch. Um, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Um, it's an art form. There's different ways to do it. And the important thing is to find what works for you because there is no one superior way to do, to do art. Right. There's just different ways and your way and finding your way is the right way for you. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. so, so trying different things and seeing like what resonates and, um, more bluntly put, what gets you excited? Mm -hmm. What gets you excited to sit down and actually write this thing? Because yeah. the most important thing, and I've never participated in NaNoWriMo, right? That's how you say it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was just, Abby was just correcting my pronunciation. Of it. I've never done the event of right. NaNoWriMo before, <clears throat> but I do know that embarking on any novel project any book project in general fiction nonfiction, you have to be excited about it yeah and excited enough to show up every day and want to write it <laughs> so yeah. finding what makes you excited and if you find that part of your process is making you feel totally not excited to write your book mm -hmm. because you're trying to muscle your way into this certain process that you feel is the right process but it's not working try something else. Yeah. And we talk about that all the time. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah. I think that's so important because it's like, and, and it'll change over time. Like we were talking about before, like I know my totally. process has changed a lot over time and what I used to do, I've changed and adapted my process to better suit my needs now. So like now I don't spend as much time outlining before I start writing the first draft. And that works for me like in a way that you know back in the past it might not have worked for me that way but now it does so i think it's important to um like be open-minded to the fact that you are always growing and changing and as you practice writing more and more you outgrow some of the methods that used to serve you in the past so what you did last year even for NaNoWriMo might not be the exact process you need to follow again this year. You know, it might've changed because if you've been writing for a whole year since then, you've grown a lot as a writer. So <clears throat> like you were saying, Kate, like following your heart and following what you feel is like natural, that gets you mm. excited. Um, that was something that like, I'm working on developing a new story now and actually starting to write the first draft and as I was developing ideas for it, I was kind of feeling out that exact thing of, you know, what's going to make me really excited to write this? What is going to make me passionate and enthusiastic about this idea? And the brainstorming process for me is like a time when I figure that out. Um, sometimes you have I to start... share like the definition of enthusiasm that you're telling me about. Yes. The other day. Like, yes. like guys, <laughs> this is that. so cool. So this the word so enthusiasm is from the Greek root word enthusiasmos. Hopefully I'm saying that right. <laughs> and it literally means to be possessed by a God, <laughs> which I love so much because 
that's inspiration, isn't it? That is like that feeling yeah. of you can't stop this flow of inspiration. Yeah, it like has divine, to flow through you. Divine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I just like, so cool. I loved that definition of it. I'm like, that's so cool because that's what it feels like. You're like yeah. possessed. This yeah. has to come out of you. Yeah. It's just, this is the time. This is the place. This is the moment. Mm. And so I think maintaining that feeling yes maintaining that feeling is so important one of yeah. the most important things beyond the notes and the outline yeah. and the bullet point lists so and true. making sure your your scrivener folders are all organized and pretty yeah beyond all of that is the enthusiasm that you right. have for your story and maintaining that so you yeah. stay stoked about your writing and you want to show up you're looking forward to that next writing session yeah yeah, I agree 100%. So like when you're developing your ideas and you're in like the brainstorming stage, um, I think it's good to like ask yourself, okay, what's going to make me excited to get up and write this every day? Even more so than, you know, what's going to make the plot strong? What's going to make, you know, a sense of momentum and suspense? And you can you can completely drown yourself and overwhelm yourself in writing advice and plot points and all the structures. But at the end of the day, if you don't have that heartbeat behind the story that makes you really passionate to get up and write it every day in like this playful, creative, childlike way of, I can't wait for it to be morning so that I can right. go write again. You know, if you don't feel that, then it's not going to be as great of an experience as it could be. It's not going to be, you're not going to have that same enthusiasm for it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, you can kind of, I've kind of found a way to like hack this by just observing what is it I really love writing about that always gets me excited. And just knowing those things that you always gravitate towards and seeing if you can include those ingredients in your new idea. So maybe you have a new idea and you're feeling like some part of it is missing. Like there's something about this, I can't even put my finger on what it is, but I don't have that spark of enthusiasm for it yet, see if you can reflect upon what is it that really gets you excited about a story? What is it that is currently burning in your heart that you need to explore in some way in this creative method? Um, and that could be a theme or it could be just a, a plot device. It could be a trope that you really like that you always find that you're gravitating towards. Um, but some ingredient that will just like spark your inspiration for it and make you like really like, oh, I'm head over heels in love with this yeah. thing, you know? Um, and sometimes it's just like a little change, a little adjustment that can make that all the more incredible and mm -hmm. explosive. But it's different for everybody. So I can't even say like it's a one size fits all. Here's what you should do because right. it will literally be different for every single person. A, a great way <laughs> to like identify too if you're like, huh, I don't really know what that is. Like maybe you're hearing this and you're like, hmm, yeah, I mean, like I get that, but like, what are those things for me? Look at like, what are some of your favorite movies and TV shows yeah. and maybe like find commonalities in them. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that works, sometimes yeah. it doesn't. But um, for, I know for me, I can think of like a lot of series that I enjoy watching and they all have certain common threads mm -hmm. that it's like, oh, I love this element of it. Yes. So yeah. check out some of the maybe books you read or um, shows you watch and see like, what is it that I gravitate to to be entertained by? Yeah. Because 
your writing process will actually be hugely entertaining for you. It has to be entertaining for the author. It has to yeah. be. It has to be a joy. It has to be a pleasure. It has to be something that you're looking forward to doing and you're really entertained by it. Just like watching, you know, that writing the next chapter is like watching that next episode of your right. favorite series. That's what yeah. it should feel like. You know yes. what I mean? So finding like what is it that really makes you want to engage mm -hmm. a, a piece of um, fictional work that yeah. you would encounter in your everyday life like what is it that about your favorites maybe find some common threads yeah. and those might be things that you enjoy writing about yeah that's a really good piece of advice and I like that concept of like you know the goal is to like entertain yourself with yes it, you know the because then your to... readers will be entertained if you're yeah. entertained writing yeah. it your readers will be entertained reading it yeah and if you're bored writing it your readers will be bored right <laughs> Pretty much always. I mean, it's a good rule of thumb. But in, and now at this point of the process, you're arriving at a place where you're kind of like, for me anyway, I'm like sort of having a mental pitch meeting with myself, which I did a video last year for Preptober where I included a little pitch meeting skit, which you guys might remember. Um, <laughs> but it's basically like that. It's like, I'm just kind of selling, trying to sell myself on the idea like, okay, what's it missing? What are the strong points? What are the weak points? What will I really enjoy writing about this thing? Like we were just saying, you know, what are the elements that will get me really excited and make it entertaining for me to participate in the creation of this thing? Um, so you're kind of like, you kind of are having a little pitch meeting with yourself in yeah. your mind, like trying to sell your author self, your creative brainstorm self is trying to sell your author self this idea. So how are we gonna do that? Um, and it can be a rough sketch. It can be a bullet point outline. It can be just like a brain dump of all the ideas you have. Um, however you feel compelled to get your ideas out and look at them, I think can be a really good place to start, especially if you feel overwhelmed or lost um, because you feel like you have a lot of ideas and you're not sure how they all fit together. My go-to way to organize ideas is to just have a mental brain dump and just like type out everything that you can think of into a Scrivener project or Word document. Um, I prefer Scrivener, of course. <laughs> and then and then organizing it later by like breaking down, okay, like when would that happen? When would this happen? Would this, this kind of happen first or kind of more towards the midpoint or would this happen at the end? And organizing just in a very rough, overview of what if you're looking at like a three-act story structure which you don't even have to like follow the whole three-act story structure to you know the exact plot point but just looking at it as like three parts to this book okay all these ideas let's just sort them into those three bins of like where does that idea go where does that idea go where does that idea go and some of them will end up being you know your grand finale. <laughs> Some will be uh, more towards your inciting incident moment of your story. Um, but at this point, if you feel like, okay, I'm good. Like I, I have a vision. I have a clear idea of where I want to go with this and now I'm excited and now I want to write it. Like my advice would be to just do it. Just go ahead and write it because a lot of times your intuition, your writerly creative intuition actually knows best. And 
you don't necessarily need to go super deep into outlining. Now, if you still feel lost at that point, you're like, okay, I need a better sense of direction. I can't just have these three bins. I need like, you know, plot points and I need scene cards and I need index card outlines. And if you need all that and that makes you feel inspired and passionate, then you should totally go for it. But I think that is, um, that should be like the guiding compass here is, is move in the direction of what is making you more passionate to write this story. Totally. If you feel like compelled, like, oh, I need to make all these scene card outlines or whatever, then, um, if you feel compelled to do that because you see other people doing it, it's not a good reason to do it, <laughs> right? Like yeah. you should do what works best for you and makes you more excited to write the story. And if it's making you less excited because you're like, oh, no, I feel like I already yeah. wrote it. Like you're explaining to me earlier how you felt about a story that you outlined the whole thing one time and then you didn't feel like writing it. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of writers experience that. And I think it's because like you were passionate enough to write it but then you wrote about it and you're like, okay, yeah. I got that out of my system. And now it's like, I don't right. really need to, you know, right. I, don't, I don't feel as excited about writing that. Anymore. The process should work for you. You yeah. shouldn't work for the process. Yes, exactly. Very, very good quotable. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. A lot. Yeah. And, and, that, and really the process always find, changes. Like, right. It changes over time yeah. from season to season and book to book. Like every mm -hmm. book is going to be different. Every single time right. you sit down to start a new book, every single NaNoWriMo is going to feel different. Um, yeah. So maybe release those expectations of it needing to be the same. Yeah. And that can kind of go down to more of an emotional level of releasing this need for it to replicate maybe a good experience you had. Mm. But it'll be, it'll be, it can still be a great experience. Just let it be a different great experience. Like, you know. Yeah. I think that's kind of funny that we as like humans tend to feel like there's only like good experience. If it's not going to be a good experience, like the way we're envisaging it to be, it's going to be a bad experience, but it might just be a different good experience, yeah. you know, really open yourself up to the idea of this can be different. My process can be different. The, the book's different. Everything's going to be different, but it's going to be good different. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and it should be different from anybody else's uh, experience and, and process. Because um, I know, like, especially during NaNoWriMo, we tend to see, like, a lot of other updates from other writers that we may follow or be communicating with in different communities, online writer communities. Um, and sometimes you can fall into this trap of, like, comparing or this thought loop of, like, comparing your process with somebody else's process and thinking, oh, maybe they're doing it right and I'm doing it wrong or, like, I need to do something more like how they're doing their process and, you know, plan how they're planning and outline how they're outlining. But this is your journey, okay? They are on their path. They're on their creative journey. You're on your creative journey and you have to just stay on your own vision. And if that means, you know, putting your tablet and your phone and your computer on do not disturb and just going into your own bubble and your own world, then do that, you know, block out other distractions and just let it be your process for you. Let it work for you. Um, because nobody else can write this book except you. It's your book. It's your creation. And it has to come from your passion and your enthusiasm for this story. So at this point in my writing life, I have reached this 
place where I have kind of come to just trust the process and trust my instincts on the process on what that process looks like of sometimes I outline and I outline to a certain point where I like to think of it like a staircase, like you're building a staircase that you're walking up for the sake of this metaphor. <laughs> I know it makes no sense in real life, but <laughs> for the sake of the metaphor, um, the outline is like building the next few steps. And now I feel passionate enough to write those next few chapters because I've just built the framework for them. I then write it walk up those next few steps. And then when I arrive at a place where I'm like, okay, where do I go from here? I outline a bit more and then I walk up those steps. So not every, that. not every book is like this, but some projects that I'm currently working on are like this. And I've found that I really enjoy this process of like outlining a bit, like, you know, shining the light mm -hmm. to where I'm going and then walking to the edge of that light. And then shining more light ahead of me. And so it's like this, it's kind of like half exploratory, half outlining. So I give myself enough sense of direction to like keep going forward, but I'm not ever like burning myself out with like, okay, I wrote the whole outline. And actually I, I learned this about myself through the process of writing The Other World because I wrote a whole outline for that book, but then I ended up changing a lot of things about it when I wrote the first draft and then changing a lot of things when I wrote the second draft. So I was like, maybe I can just write a, like outline a little bit and then write it and then just kind of flow with, go with the flow and like go with where my passion leads me. And maybe that actually would serve me better than like trying to figure it all out ahead of time and then you know, trying to stick to the framework, but then deviating. It's like, sometimes it doesn't work. So, yeah. you know, finding yeah. what works best and that will change depending on what season of life you're in, what season of your writing journey you're in. Mm -hmm. exactly. The Other World, which is out, by the way, yes. right here, if you're watching the video version of this podcast, you can go pick up your copy on Amazon. Some Yeet. really cool hardcovers coming soon, I think. Yes, some limited edition hardcovers are yeah. coming soon. Yeah, I'm so still working on those. But. Best way to support us as authors is to go check out our books. Mine's right behind me, Sparrow Rising, yes. my last book in my series. Abs and I are working on a new series together as well, which you can sign up for the notification list on that. We're hoping maybe next year. Yeah, yeah. super exciting. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing how each book really teaches you things about writing. Mm. And that's what... I think is one of the most beautiful things about writing is as you write, you'll learn more and more about yourself and more and more about your own creativity. It's like unearthing new parts of yourself, new parts of your creativity that you didn't even know were there right. and um, new ways that you can look at something and, mm. and be okay with, Hey, this book is going to be different than the last book. It doesn't need to be the same. Yeah. I liked how you said like, you know, um, how it's like shining light up to the point you need to get to and yeah. then getting there, arriving yeah. there and then shining light ahead, it, it is almost like more mindful too. Yeah. You know, it kind of puts you more right in that present moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree. And I think that I can identify with my characters better if I stay in the present moment with them mm -hmm. rather than like, you know, I'm way far ahead in my mind. I'm like way far ahead to the end of the book and then I have to kind of backtrack and okay, like, get back into the frame of mind of where I am writing currently <laughs> way at the beginning. So sometimes it's actually, it comes out more natural 
when you are right there with the characters as they're going through what they're going through. Um, now that being said, I still have to have like a, at least a vague vision of what the whole picture looks like, even if I don't have the clear details of everything yet, but I have to kind of have a sense of, okay, I know how these characters are going to transform as a result of their journey. Now, how exactly they get there to that transformation is open to new ideas. And I think that has been a really, um, just a really helpful mindset shift for me. Maybe helpful for you as well, listening to this right now. Um, but yeah, I think ultimately you have to like chase the passion, chase the enthusiasm and, and go with the process that's gonna make you the most excited to get out of bed every morning in November and sit down and write your book. Um, and if that looks like super detailed plotting, then you can totally go for that. Or if it looks more like, I have an idea and I have some vision and I wanna just write and see where it takes me, go for that. Yeah. Chase the passion, chase the butterflies of creativity. As All I like of the say. bliss. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. And and if you want to go deeper into plotting and like, you know, get super deep into outlining and plotting, I have lots of videos and lots of teachings on all of this, diving way deeper into all these different um, story structures, plot points, and different ways to develop your story, develop your characters, build subplots, build out all your plot points in a way that makes every moment of your story matter. Um, probably the most coherent teaching I have on this, if you want to just like go through and outline your whole novel in detail or as much detail as you want um, in preparation for NaNoWriMo is my previous two live trainings. It was a two-part live training, so over two hours of content on plotting your novel start to finish. We will link the, we'll put the links to those trainings in the description box below this video. So you can check those out if you want. And there's a bunch of other live trainings also in my live training vault. When you sign up to watch those trainings that came out, I think almost a year ago now, but very loaded with information, lots of value in those trainings. And there's over 15 hours of live trainings in the vault currently that you can unlock when you watch, when you sign up to watch those trainings. So check that out if you wanna dive deeper into plotting your novel start to finish in detail or as much detail as you want. Cause like all these things are, they're guidelines, you know, they're filled with prompts and yeah. questions to help you brainstorm. But if you want to use them as like guides to just write, you know, yeah. to just write the first draft and yeah, it doesn't have to be outlining. It doesn't have to be like making, you know, scene cards or anything like that. Do what you feel you need. Yeah. And then, Trust the rest. Trust your own process. Yeah. But these can all be great ways to start building your own process and try different things, yeah. see what works for you, see what doesn't make your own. Choose your own adventure. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. It is an adventure. It's super it fun. It is. It's awesome. And we hope that you guys have a wonderful time preparing and writing this NaNoWriMo. Comment below and tell us what you're working on. If you're working on a project for NaNo, Tell us about it. We would love to hear all about it. Kate and I are currently working on some projects of our own. And like Kate said, we're working on also getting our new series ready for you guys. So very excited to share that soon. It's very awesome. 
Thank you guys so much for watching and for supporting us. Thank you to our amazing patrons who keep this show alive and free of interruptions. We love you guys so much. If you get value out of this podcast, consider going to patreon.com slash the Kate and Abby show and giving to help us keep this show alive and free of interruptions. Thank you guys again for watching and give us a nice rating if you're on an audio podcast listening platform. We love to hear from you guys in the comments as well. Until next time, stay stoked and rock on.